It's officially season three of the Biz Podcast, where I want to talk to people and share tactics and strategies with you that give you ideas on what you can do to take action in your business to help you get to that next level of income, whether it's hitting your first six figures or your next multi-six figure. This week, the lovely Alexis Dean has joined me and we are talking about networking and building relationships with people and making sure that we are getting clear on how to do that in an authentic relationship building way as opposed to a lot of the ways we often look at meeting new people and trying to get new business. So let's jump into the first episode of season three of the Biz Podcast. Welcome to the Biz Podcast, where we're going to talk about running a business you love while still having the life you want. I'm Lara Wellman, and together we're going to talk about dreams, goals, and strategies, but even more importantly, mindset, boundaries, breaking the rules, and getting out of your own way. Thank you so much for being on the show with me today, Alexis. Thanks for having me. I'm going to kick off by having you tell everybody who you are and what you do. Sure. So I am Alexis Dean. I am the founder of the Dovetail Community of Women Entrepreneurs. So Dovetail has a couple of different main groups of entrepreneurs that we work with. So we have our Women on the Rise, which is our women who are growing and scaling their businesses, typically anywhere from six figures up to seven figures. And then we have our Dovetail Summit ladies who are more experienced business owners, and they're typically generating seven figures plus annual revenue. And with all of that, we run two really fantastic in-person events every year. And then we have a year-round community online. And our in-person events are camp, which Lara came to this year. Mm-hmm. And that happens in September. And then we do a private island takeover for our summit ladies in the spring. And it's, uh, yeah, both are just a whole lot of fun. And I feel very fortunate to, to do the work I get to do. Yes, I loved camp. I was uh, very pleased to have been there last September and looking forward to coming back again next, or I guess this year. Woohoo! <laughs> yes, mm. it is my favorite weekend of the year, by far. Awesome. <laughs> All right, so we're going to talk about sort of growing your business and marketing your business and how you can do it without needing a huge budget to do it because you've done this. Yeah, thank you. I probably failed to mention that I also own another company, um, which I will reference uh, when we talk about growing and marketing and selling. So I own a corporate team building and training business that I've had for about six and a half years. And that's a little bit larger than our Dovetail community right now. So I can speak to that as well. Right. But both, I mean, you know, having come to Dovetail, there's clearly an amazing group of women who you've connected with and who want to come and be surrounded by the same people that you've brought together. So, you know, even if it's a smaller group or whatever it is, it's still really connected and well engaged. Yeah. Thank you. That's, uh, that's what I strive for, for sure. So tell me a little bit about how you've done that, because I know you've done it and you've done it for several businesses and there's a lot of what you do that's about relationship building. And that's a big, important piece of what you talk about. So tell us about why that's important and what it is that you do to make that work for your businesses. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I can speak to a couple of great examples from the businesses and easily talk about why it's important for me. It's always just been really important to build those relationships and to market my businesses in a genuine way because I didn't know how to do it any other way. I didn't know how to do corporate feeling sales or or kind of mass market sales or anything like that. So I just knew how to build those relationships and how to really create friendships with people. So in my first business in corporate training, I 
didn't really have that many connections with these big companies, but I had a couple. And so I would take people out to lunch. I'd take them for coffee, not to pick their brain, but just to get to know them and get to know what their challenges were and what the gaps were that they were seeing in their industry or in their office or in their world. And that helped me get some of my first big clients in that business. So I started working with like big banks and big corporations when, you know, I hadn't had those relationships before. And it really just came from one by one befriending people in the organization. And then I did the same thing on the other side of that business. I looked at, you know, we had the corporate clients, but I was like, where are those corporate clients going to do their training? Where are they going to do their team building days and their events? And so I found all the major conference centers and hotels and retreat centers. And I would go to those people and then befriend the team members on that side. So I'd go to their event coordinators on site. I'd take them a little treat or I'd go to events where I knew they were going to be hanging out. I made friends with them and strategically kind of ease my way into that side too. So we got other big clients who would reach out to these centers or these locations and ask for recommendations. And because their friend Alexis had been in or they knew that I was going to be around, they were able to refer. So it didn't take doing anything that didn't ever feel natural to, to grow that business. And we ended up working and we still do work with some of the biggest banks in Fortune 100s in North America. And that's all just through building real relationships with people and kind of putting myself out there too. You know, asking strangers for lunch can feel awkward. And oftentimes they're like, what do you really want? So sometimes it's just bringing in coffee or showing up to do something small with them when you know they're going to be at a conference or a trade show or an event. And then the same thing goes for Dovetail, for the community and for camp and for our summits. I started just by wanting to do one weekend. And I knew I, at first I thought I just wanted 25 ladies. And I was like, well, how am I going to get 25 really great women entrepreneurs when I think I knew two at the time? And so I looked for, I was like, well, who would I really want to hang out with for the weekend? So I had five women and I called them my pillar woman. And I kind of went at them in like a few different ways, but I would like magically be in an event where I knew they were going to be and like stalk them a little bit. But when I met them there, I was always looking for ways to like build genuine connection or build real relationships. So if I found out that they had a particular hobby or interest or something, I would look for ways to connect on that. Like I'm weirdly into farming and things. So if I knew they had like, there's one example of a woman that I connected with who had a backyard chicken coop. And so we ended up like talking about that. But Aside from that, she's also a great entrepreneur. And so she's somebody that I was really interested in making that connection with. And once you can kind of connect with those pillar people, they're more than willing to, to introduce you to other people that could be potential clients or community members or anything. So that's kind of the strategy I took was always looking for like a couple of key people, asking them for introductions to people that they think would also be a good fit for my work and for our community and then branching out in that way. Well, you said a bunch of things that I think are really important. The first one is I know people... And they're not wrong that social media is important and that it's a thing that you can do to grow your brand and get out there. But somehow it's gotten to the point where people think that it's the magic bullet and it's the thing you have to do and it's the way you have to do things. So before they can do anything else, they feel like they need to go out and do all of the Twitter and the Instagram, the Facebook, the blog, the podcast, all the things. And then I'm like, but have you just reached out to some people you know? Yep. Or that you might know a little bit, or maybe even like friends of the family who work for an organization that might be a good fit for you or whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, when I started my first business, I had moved back to Canada after living for about 10 years, lived all over the world, and I didn't have a lot of connections. I also didn't know how to build a website. You know, six and a half years ago, I, just, I didn't know any of that stuff. So I didn't have a website. I didn't have a social media account. 
to be honest, when I really started, I didn't even have a business license, but I wanted to see if I could get clients. <laughs> and so I just went out and I met the right people and I connected with the right people and it took a little bit of time, but those relationships, I still have some of those. They stood the test of time because they were real. And because I wasn't sitting at home trying to make everything perfect before I put myself out there. Yes, absolutely. The whole I need to make it just so before I start is a yeah. big one. But I mean, the other thing that you said that's really important is that, you know, like this lady with the chicken coop, you're not just walking up to somebody and trying to pitch them your services. You're just having conversations with them. Yeah. Yes. And that applies in both businesses, wherever I am, if I'm going to an event or a conference or yesterday, for example, like I was at a woman's accelerator program all day up in Barrie, Ontario. And I was invited to go up because the woman who's there is actually who runs it as a member of our community or summit group. And I didn't go up like, okay, I'm going to go up there and like pitch camp and I'm going to get all these ladies at camp. I went up thinking, I want to know what all these ladies are doing and I want to know what their challenges are and how we can create something that's even better for them if it's a right fit for them. And I want to learn like about their business and I want to learn about their families and I want to learn what they're doing on the weekends and what's super fun for them and why they came to this accelerator and, you know, all this stuff. And so I ended up not leaving with a bunch of ladies that had signed up for camp, but leaving with ladies who are now connections who are following along and are curious about what I do, but I never pitch them. And so I would say like of the woman that I met yesterday, we'll probably have a bunch of them sign up for camp, but not because I ran up to them and was like, you should come to this camp. <laughs> so yeah, it takes a little bit of finessing and definitely a lot of practice because it wasn't as easy at the start. I definitely had my errors when I used to go around with business cards and be a little bit of a dork about it. But with a bit of work, you can definitely finesse your way into real relationships. Yeah, no, I remember when I used to go around with all my business cards and it seemed like <laughs> the goal was to get as many business cards as possible. And then I just okay. had stacks of business cards and nobody ever connected <laughs> with anybody ever again. Oh my gosh, yes. I was so cringy. Like I can remember like even before I started my business and I was, you know, corporate training and I was working as a professional facilitator and my boss was like, okay, hey, take these business cards, go to this networking event and like see how many you can get and how many you can get rid of. And I literally would go around like posing people with business cards. <laughs> it's so mortifying, but people still do it. And now when I tell people I don't have business cards, but that I would love to either, you know, we all have phones. I was like, I always say I'd love to connect on LinkedIn or are you an Instagram person or a Facebook person? And then right then and there, I'm getting them on a social media, which is social. And I always send them just a quick note right away to say like, Hey, it was great to meet you at this event or that event. And it immediately establishes contact because then when they go check their phone, probably not in front of you, but later on, they're going to write back to you. And then you have a conversation already started and a friendship on its way versus a business card that then maybe you have to reach out later and maybe you forget about it. Maybe you lose it. Maybe you have a photo of it, but you took like 8,000 photos of business cards, you know, all that. <laughs> totally. So you said it used to be harder. Now it's easier. So what do you find for those of us who have a hard time walking up to somebody you don't know? Like what are the kinds of things that work so that you don't feel super awkward? <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest. I am an introvert. I am an extroverted introvert. So like lucky for me, I can kind of play an extroversion sometimes, but it's still awkward. Sometimes it's still a little bit hard. I was at uh, this event just to kind of give a, an actual example of like strategies I've used. But I was at this event with a lot of very high performing entrepreneurs in Mexico a couple of weeks ago. And I was one of the new people. It's a membership group and I was one of the only newbies there and it's mostly male. So I was one of the only new people and I'm a woman. <laughs> and I wasn't sure, you know, really what the thing to do was there. And so I walked into the main room and I 
didn't know anybody in the space and everybody seemed to know each other. And honestly, it's sometimes just going to be a little awkward and you're going to walk up to people. And usually what I try to do is like find either where the food is or maybe if there's like a bar, even if I'm not drinking alcohol, I can get a drink of some sort, even non-alcoholic beverages or social lubricant because it gives you something to do. And then you can ask the person near you, oh, what are you having? And then ease your way into, oh, and you know, by the way, my name's Alexis, what's your name? It's so great to be here. And so finding just that one or two people, I usually try not to go out to a group of like four or five because it's awkward to interject myself. But if you can find like two women that are kind of standing together or a couple of people standing by the food or the drinks, that's usually easy in. I mean, if you have to, sometimes you just put yourself into that awkward situation. It's not, not going to last forever. You know, it's just a couple seconds of like, oh gosh, this is kind of cringy, but I'm going to try to jump in here because I don't want to just stand here. And you know, you get over it. But the other thing I should say too, is like, sometimes I am standing alone by the food table, just having a little nibble and reminding myself to breathe and be chill. And it's fine if you're not talking to somebody at the party the whole time, like eventually you're going to meet someone. And usually if you're sitting there by yourself, somebody will come over and talk to you because you're an easy person for them to connect with. So, Right. Because that would be the person I would most likely want to connect with. The person who's not talking to somebody so that I feel like I have to awkwardly try to interject. That's been like, Right, like two people maybe, but like you're standing outside a circle of like a bunch of people, and you're like, I don't, I don't know, never mind. I'm just gonna like quietly yeah. creep backwards and out of this scenario. I abort. <laughs> Seriously, or like for me because I'm like, oh, I'll just go over the oyster bar. Like at that particular event too, there was another situation where they had an oyster bar, and like everybody seemed to know each other. So I was like, I actually did want oysters, but I actually think I stood there eating like eight oysters because I was like waiting for someone to come over, and I didn't want to. Go elsewhere. So it does get easier, but there are still going to be those times, especially if you're the only new person. And one of the things that, you know, I remind people who are listening, and I always say at camp, it's one of my favorite Glennon Doyle quotes, but it's make horseshoes, not circles, because we all know what it feels like to be that new person that, you know, everyone's circled up and their backs are to you and you don't feel like, you know, you're being welcomed in. But as soon as it's a horseshoe shape and you're thinking about letting those people in or welcoming people in, it makes such a huge difference in how we all feel. I remember you saying that and it was the first time I'd heard it, the make horseshoes, not circles. And I was like, that's fantastic. Such a good tip because it is once you're a circle, then you have to kind of like ram in versus like just sort of being like, Hey. Yeah, exactly. And if we all just remember that, it just makes it so much easier for everyone. Yeah. And then to your point, it's all about not trying to get to know everybody, but having some really good intimate conversations. So do you find you make friendships? It's not just a business acquaintance, right? Yes. And that's really the whole point of Dovetail as a community as well. Like we really, we try to do things where we have the time and, and the environment to go deeper with each other. And that I think maybe is just a reflection of who I am as the person. Like when I go to things, I don't necessarily work the room and I don't have business cards, but I do look to make those connections and have real conversations. And it's not a numbers game always. I think people, I've heard that in business before. Well, it's just a numbers game. No, I think it's a relationships game. It's a depth game. And I mean, I made relation friendships at Dovetail. I've had somebody on the podcast already from Ooh. Dovetail. I had Jennifer Lyle join oh, me. Oh, awesome. And so I've met all kinds of people from different cities and who I had great connections with. And we connected in this totally relaxed, you know, making friendship bracelets at camp. That's totally my <laughs> jam. 
Exactly. Yeah. And that's why we do it. I just think for anyone in any kind of business you have, if you're looking to build relationships, just create those opportunities, sharing an experience together, I find to be one of the best ways to form a deep connection. So, you know, if it's at a party, it's like sharing, you know, if they're eating something and you have the same thing and you can, you can talk about it or part of what we do at Dovetail is we have these opportunities, whether it's like going and doing some kind of craft together or like doing the zip line together or going and paddling a boat or even just walking down to the dock and like having that shared moment where you're both facing the same direction and doing something together, I think like really helps to increase the bonds. <laughs> so you meet somebody, you follow up with them right away so that you continue having that relationship. And then do you have any tips on like continuing and getting it beyond sort of like, Hey, it was nice to meet you. Yeah. If it seems like I didn't have a really great opportunity for a deep conversation with them, when we first met, I'll suggest that we have a quick phone call or say something along the lines of, you know, I loved meeting you and learning a little bit about what you're doing. And if it seems like a fit, again, you really have to judge the person that you met and kind of get a read on them. But sometimes I'll say, hey, I was on your website and I was checking it out. And I think there might be some interesting opportunities for us to connect. Or I'll just say, like, I love the work you're doing and I'd love to learn more about you and your work. Are you open to a quick phone call? and see what they say. And if they're like, no, not at this time, or, you know, are you looking to do something or whatever? Sometimes you get that. And sometimes you just get people who are like, yeah, I loved meeting you too. Let's have a chat. And then when I get on that call, I'm not like, okay, I'm going to hard sell this person. It's I'm going to get on a phone call and learn more about them and and do exactly what I said, what I I was going to do, which is learn more about them, learn more about their work, see what their biggest headache is. I usually go in with kind of three questions if we are having a longer call or three ideas. And what I want to learn is what their big vision is for what they're working on. And so this applies to, I think, most types of clients in our world. I also want to learn what's keeping them up at night, whether it's personal stuff with their family or whether it's you know work stuff. And then I want to learn how they're giving and, and what kind of I think when you talk to people about how they give in their business, it shows you a little bit of who they are as a person. So you can always find a way to whether they're giving in their business or their life. That's also a conversation I tend to have a lot in person. So it's easy to kind of jump in and say, oh, I remember you telling me about that charity when we met. How are you involved with that? And, and people get really excited and it makes them feel a little bit of a sense of pride too when they're telling you how they give. And so that's a really nice, easy opener and entry. And then, you know, if you're actually going to connect for any kind of sales opportunity or, or an opportunity to work together or anything like that, then you have something to actually base it on rather than it being all about you and your service or project or program or anything. I love it. It's a, a lot of what I do. And I try to reach out to people just to like, hey, let's catch up, right? So yeah. People I know already, but I don't intend to try to sell them something. I had a connection mm-hmm. call last week with somebody you know, it was just a catch up call. And then I bought something from her. Like that's yeah. not the intention from either one of us when we started the call, but it went there and that was yeah. good. Yeah. I think sometimes it's just a bit of surrender and a bit of openness to what may come and you may end up working together. You may end up, you know, one might be a client for the other, but maybe you just end up referring each other to other people or not at all. Maybe you just end up being friends and you have a nice chat and you love what they're doing and it's good to kind of have that in your back pocket and maybe you'll see each other again in the future. So yeah, it's a little bit nice to be not a little bit. It's really nice to be open in these situations. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Okay. So do you have any final thoughts that you want people to sort of take away with on this whole conversation on what they can take and start doing or where they like anything that you think would be a great takeaway for them as we wrap up this conversation? I think make horseshoes, not circles, because it's the golden rule. You know, if you would love for others to be making horseshoes for you and to make that sort of relationship based business work for you, then you can do that for others as well. And the other thing I would say is just that it's not always easy and you might see people doing it and they're doing it well, but that is just from 
lots and lots of practice and putting ourselves into awkward situations occasionally. And, you know, maybe the conversation doesn't always flow, but it's always worth it. It's always worth getting out there and connecting with new people and, and making those friendships. Which is a great point, because I also bet you there's a whole bunch of them who look like they're really comfortable with what they're doing, mm -hmm. and underneath, they're actually <laughs> not comfortable. So don't base it just on what you think you're seeing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd say 90% of the people, I mean, there's a reason people drink at these events, right? Like these networking <laughs> events and stuff. Like people are just as nervous in so many ways. And whether they look like they're super successful on the outside or not, like we have some really, really high performing entrepreneurs in our community. And if you get to know them, you find that, you know, it's it can be challenging to walk into environments like that and deeply connect with people. So it's not always easy, but it is always worth it. And then once you've made those friendships, I mean, the world is your oyster. Right. And it, and it is because we're all people when it comes down to it, right? We're all humans who like to connect with each other, whether there's somebody making seven figures or six figures or five, we're all just we're not human beings who like to connect with other people. Yeah. So if people want to find out more about the Dovetail camp or any of your stuff, where should they go and what should they know? They can go to www.dovetail.community. Or if you're interested in camp and you want to join Laura this year, it's campdovetail.ca because we're in Canada. D-O-V-E-T-A-I-L. So campdovetail.ca. And we'll post all of that in the show notes. People can go and click through to that. But yes, camp was a lot of fun and I'm looking forward to it again <laughs> next year. And I really appreciate you taking the time to come and chat with me today. Thanks for having me. It's always fun. I love it. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. I hope you got a lot of value and ideas out of it. Until the next episode, come and hang out some more with me. I've got a free Facebook group that's called Building Your Next Level Biz. I share lots of trainings. I do all kinds of mini workshops in there that are all free. So check out the show notes. Come and join me there. And that will be our place to hang out between episodes.